Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Honky tonk. All right, there. Was that a commencement sound plus it was, uh, statement? You know, it, yeah. Statement sigh. Yeah. Verbal yoga. I used to say that it was. You know, I tell you what. What made that up? What did you make up? That it was verbal yoga. Look, I used I mean, to say that to you about a year and a bit ago. You did, and it never was yoga. Bullshit. Um, Total bullshit. Because you know I'm looking for a new starting mechanism for the shows. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? I keep getting in before you get the chance to do one. And what about an item? I'm thinking like Chris Evans or something like that. <laughs> I know, it just makes you laugh thinking of his cheeky smile, yeah. you know. Um, I felt like I was part of the posse there. <laughs> 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 nice one, Chris! <laughs> what about an item called interesting stuff in it? Right. <laughs> so, like, do you know? Have you you know, like, you get a new stomach lining every three to four days. Do you think that's interesting stuff? Is that true? Yeah. No. Where'd you get it from? I got it from um, an, a medical encyclopedia. B- it was really thick, really heavy. No, but where does the stomach lining come from? Well, how you produce it? I don't know. If, how, you know, you produce it with your cells and your your batter and all that. <laughs> <laughs> what about them? Uh, here's something interesting. Have you ever heard of a Moser lamp, Andy? No. Remember, this is interesting stuff. Okay. A Moser lamp is the most used lamp in the whole world, and no one's really heard of it. What does it, what, what it entail? What is it? Because well, no, it's a bloke called Moser invented <laughs> this lamp, and all you do is you have like a see through litre or whatever plastic bottle, right. yeah? You fill it with water and you put a bit of bleach in, right? Put the top back on. And it's used throughout, like, Africa and the Philippines. You know, places, people who live in places like in shanty towns and stuff where they don't yeah. have windows? Yeah. And you put half of the bottle out through the roof. Right. Half of it inside. Right. And during the day, obviously yeah. not at night, during the day and not at night, you get, like, the equivalent of a 60-watt bulb. That's really? That's the Moser lamp. So... Yeah, when you're down the shop buying the bleach to put in there... Yeah. Put it, could you not just buy a lamp instead? Hey, but what if there's no electricity, Andrew? Oh, right, I got you. I you know, you. you're making these assumptions. Ooh, this is interesting. It wasn't that Ooh. Lo- interesting stuff, mm. innit? So that's why it's called interesting stuff, innit? It's a good start, that. Strong. Um, bit like local radio, though. <laughs> innit, Andrew? So I was... Let's start with... Not with Sunderland sounds, right? OK. Let's start with the Sunderland scenes, right? The scenes. Because I was up... Northeast for the villa match the other week, yeah. Right. And I went for lunch to the cliff in Roker. Oh, yeah, so, you know, that's a good spot, isn't it? I do, yeah, I do know the cliff. You in do Roker. know it, yeah, yeah. Have you been in there? Not for a long time. Well, I, 
I like going there for me mince and dumplings because uh-huh. that's a speciality. And um, no wrong with that. I didn't want to get bothered, so I took me mince dumplings and me pint into the toilets and sat on the pot. Can you know? I just say you get mince and dumplings in the cliff for about three quid? I think it was and, three pound forty. Yeah, yeah. And we're sat in London where you'll you'll pay a fiver for a plastic pot with a hard-boiled egg in it and a leaf. True. So, so what, there you go. Who's, who's the twat? So what you're pointing out, something we didn't know, like, yeah, Sunderland's a shithole and London isn't. <laughs> Is I'm that what you're you saying? you get more bang for your buck. You, you do get a lot of bangs for your buck up there, you do. So um, it was quite busy now. There were two at the sink having a, a piss, <laughs> you know, in the sink, <laughs> and a couple at the urinals. Is that, how do you say it up there? Urinals? Urinals? Yeah. Urinals. urinals washing yeah. the faces, like. Right. Uh, and uh, one in the cubicle next to me, uh-huh. groaning like a bear <laughs> whose foot's on fire, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Um, quite a lot of blood on the walls, to be honest with you, Andy. Uh-huh. You know, from toilet barneys. Monday morning, was it? Yeah. Actually, toilet barneys, I might offer you that as a name. Toilet barneys. Toilet barney. <laughs> anyway, one of the blokes at the urinals who were washing the faces, he says, like, I sure would you like to see me in your dance lake? And I says, I love no Gary. Has it got a story contained within the dance? You know, I like on Strictly. Why, I had to boot a bloke who's so sweaty, he can't get a lass. And then this lass comes along who absorbs sweat and neutralises it when in close contact, such as dancing. He says, oh, it's a love story then, is it, Gary? He says, yeah, I suppose, but it's more about symbiosis, you know, and futility of relationships based on selfish needs. And that's quite good, isn't it, what he said? Yeah. Because people don't really quite bright up in Sunderland, yeah, aren't they? Yeah, 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 I see what you're doing here. Anyway, it says, sounds a cracker, just like Strictly, let's see it then. So the bloke, right, takes a tin of hot dogs out of his pocket, right, takes all his kit off. He's got quite a sweat on, and it's, like, collecting on his lower back and around his thighs, like. Right. Then slowly, Andy, really slowly, he lifts his right leg out in front of him and stretches it out. He's just balanced on one leg. Right. right, it's pretty clever that, isn't it? That's good. Um, he, the fella says, yeah, I'm loving this, Gary. It's like a circus. It's like a toilet circus. <laughs> then Gary, the dancer, he drops a tin of hot dogs on the floor in front of him and hops a few steps, right? Uh-huh. So he's positioned directly above it, yeah? Then he raises his arms high above his head, you know, like a ballerina? Yeah. Right, and bang! Has a shit right on top of the hot dog tin, yeah? <laughs> Jesus, Gary, that fucking reeks. I thought it was a love story. He says, aye, it was. I fucking love hot dogs, me. And the dance shows you like that. You always shit on those that you love. What do you reckon? He says, that's a fucking cracker, guys. Best dance you've done in ages. And the story was as moving as fuck. Now, Howie, get your kit on and let's get some mince and dumplings down one next. And off they went. So that was me little scene from mm-hmm. Sunderland to start the show off. Beautiful. How were, how were the mince and dumplings? Mince and dumplings are beautiful. They're best yeah. in the North East. Yeah, well, there you go. To be honest. Everyone wins. <laughs> I guess. A love story, yeah? Yeah. What else you got? How's life in Sunderland for you, Andy? I'm just chit-chatting. I'm all right. You know, I came down on the train this morning. Yeah. Um, had a bit of a nap because I, I had to be on the train at about six this morning to get yeah. here because of your needs and demands. Yeah. About the time you can come here. I like to do the podcast around, uh, you know, before 11 pod- o'clock. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so I'm having a little snooze on the train and I just, I got, I got woke up, I just felt this kind of 
thing brushing against my face a little bit. I instantly you think a fox I maybe. Think, I don't know what it was. So, and I woke up and there, staring right into my eyes, about yeah. about a, a millimetre away from my face. Yeah. Seen you. Oh, Jack Corbin. Jeremy Corbin, wasn't it? Yeah. You know, so he says, uh, Seen you there catching some Zeds. Yeah. Having 40 winks, were you? Think you're a proper little Rip Van Winkle, don't you? I thought, oh, fuck, well, here we go. All right, all right, Jeremy. All right, yeah, yeah. And um, he says, uh, Ask me my best sleep. Go on, ask me my best one. So I, I said, I said, was it was it for the entirety of the new Labour government, nineteen ninety seven to oh, two thousand and ten, Jeremy? Good one, Andrew. <laughs> he said, "No, you cheeky little shit." I spent that time providing valuable checks and balances to what was an asinine and some would say treacherous administration. Right, okay. So I says, he says, um, "Ask me my best sleep." I says, "What was your best ever sleep, Jeremy?" He says, nine hours." Uh, I says, that's, that's not much, is it? He says, isn't it? I says, no, nine hours is pretty average. And he says, oh. And he went off and he pretended to get off at Stevenage. Yeah. But I saw him get back on again in the next carriage up. Yeah. So that was that was the last I saw of him. So what's, do you, what's that's intrigued you, that? So, I mean, because on the first of it, that wasn't worth telling me about, <laughs> Andrew. But are you thinking he's going to go in the next carriage and bother someone else and see if they're just, impressed I with nine think, hours I sleep? I just think he was embarrassed. Yeah. And I think he pretended he was going to get off at Stevenage. Yeah. Um, so that he wouldn't have to face any further humiliation. Let's see if you want to check in, um, Andrew. Um, How many have you got? I've got three to offer oh, you. God. Um... Leanne Jessup. Mm. Yeah, you know, it's perked you up a little Just bit, hasn't it? It's like she's kind of like a Cheshire housewife, you know what I mean? Right, that vibe. Yeah. You know, married. A wag. A, sort of that vibe, you know. Yeah. Married a bloke who owns a car dealership, something like that, so she never has to graft, yeah? Right. All cleavage and legs, you know. Um, got a bloke's face, but looks okay, you know, with a big hair and a makeup on, a couple of hours, yeah? <laughs> Having an affair with husband's best friend, and once gave Phil Neville a hand job. Oh! So that's Leanne. Hmm, it started well, and then it petered out a little bit. Okay. Not, not as keen as I was 45 seconds ago. Test tube Gary. Right. Right. First test tube, baby in Cumbria. So mm -hmm. that's historic, isn't it? That bit, gives yeah, you. Yeah. Um, looks like Gary Monk or Karen Matthews, you know. Same thing. Uh, yeah, like a big, like a squaddy, basically. <laughs> um, he's a delivery driver for UPS. Mm -hmm. Has a big, chunky ring. Right. Like, like this. So when he bangs on your door, it's like your house has just been hit by a shotgun. Right. Right. Mum died of beriberi disease. Oh, shit. Which his dad took... <laughs> <laughs> Which his dad took surprisingly well. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think you might be tempted by that ring. A little bit more than I was by the first one. Marco Crumcrust. Now we're getting somewhere. Divorced, balding, short and fat. Ah. Right, you know what I mean, Andrew? Hello? Works at a small engineering firm in the Midlands that makes coils like for immersion heaters, yeah? yeah. Loves his food breadcrumbed, right? Prawns, <laughs> yeah. fish, chops, chicken, even veg. And he likes to sprinkle a few breadcrumbs on his puddings and into his cup of tea. Mm -hmm. Has a little dish of them on his workbench that he pecks at and he's considering having a beak grafted onto his lips. So that's Marco. Um, or you could just be or on the hot dogs. I, I'm fine. I, you know what? Way. Sometimes you just need to stick to what you know, and I think I'll be Marco. 
You're going to be Mark <laughs> or Crumcrust. <laughs> a lot of that rang true. I've, I've got a couple of choices for yourself as well. Oh, thank you. Okay. Uh, Jeff Kettle. All right. Uh, 43, five foot six. Describes himself as a call centre renegade. Okay. He's worked in 24 call centres in nine years since he got laid off by Datsun. Uh, and his ploy is, on his first day at a new job in a call centre, he walks in and he punches the biggest fella who works there. Yeah. Straight off so he can assert his authority. Right. And they're surprisingly lenient about that kind of thing because there's such a high turnover of staff in the call centres. Of course. They turn a blind eye. Also, it helps them maintain some kind of hierarchy, which they like. Um, also, he started covering his mouth when he talks because he's seen the footballers doing it on the telly. Right to you. That's Jeff Kettle. I like his. I, I think that um, you know, lamping a bloke. I'm not. I, I'm not so much. But I like the fact he covers his mouth when he speaks. You like that bit, do you? Yeah, I'll cover mine. What am I saying now? You fucking bastard! What did I <laughs> say? Was a cunt, didn't you? <laughs> so it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, I all right. Said it I just said he uh, does it. So you could be him, or you could be the bootleg Roy Weggerly. Yeah. Uh, 53, obsessed with former Coventry City striker Roy Wegerly, lives in a caravan, which he's done up how he imagines Roy Wegerly's South African home would look. Animal heads on the walls as yeah. trophies. Um, and he wears one of them hats with loads of corks on string hanging off them. Uh, unlike the actual Roy Wegerly, he's currently fighting and winning a long-running battle with a tapeworm. Did you say he's Coventry player, Wegerly? Coventry, QPR. I've always liked Cobb. Lo- lo- I call him Cobb. Lots of clubs. Do you? Yeah. They were always, when I were young, Cov and Man City were the fashionable clubs. Because of the you know, I mean, so not, that, not uh, that's wrong. They were the clubs whose fans were the most fashionable. Coventry? Yeah, very much really? so, yeah. They had lovely Arringtons and state press and stuff. They always looked good. A lot so, of wealth in that, that, that period because of the car factories. Yeah, and they were, yeah, Jaguar was down that. there. They were first division. And you were Middlesbrough, so obviously you were looking up at anybody that could walk on the hind legs, basically, weren't you? Well, not on... A, um, yeah, fair enough. I mean, where put, put a jacket on by themselves. I mean, I always... You know, I have a go at Sunderland, but, like, Jesus. I always say yeah. that... Uh, Middlesbrough's like the, the arse of the world. <laughs> but it's my town, and I love it. Yeah. And I like the fact that the people of the... Just don't live there anymore, though. I've chosen not to live oh, there But I go there every week. Years. I go there every week. That's a lie. And that's not quite a lie. <laughs> I got, I I went to see us play um, QPR this this in Saturday. Nineteen ninety-five. No, last Saturday, Andy, three, mm. four days ago, or whatever. I was in the pub before, and you know the pub, you know, like Borough fans should go to this pub on Shepherd's Bush, and a couple of nice lads gave me um, a cat. Shepherd's Bush. Yeah. West London. Yeah. So you didn't go to Middlesbrough? No, but I, can you hear me through? Like, so I spent my day with the folk of Middlesbrough. Yeah. And that's because, Andrew, it was an away match. Right. You know, we don't play at home every week. And they very kindly um, allowed me to be photographed with a new Bold's pork pie, mini pork pie, um, which yeah. is the UK's greatest mini pork pie. That as a child... They allowed you to be photographed with it. Yeah, because that's a privilege. And um, as a child, mm-hmm. as people from um, Middlesbrough will remember, we all used to buy a mini Newbold's pork pie before right. the match and throw it en masse at the opposing keeper <laughs> as he ran to his goal. Anyway, look, whatever. Do you, do, the, here's a thing they don't do anymore, which they used to do. When the opposing keeper would come out to your into the goal at the start of the half, first or second, give it all that, and then when he clapped back, he'd go, Aah! Yeah, they got wise to it, Andy. Yeah, but... They're not robots. They learn, you know what I mean. Do you know what I love that still that still happens? If a player, a pause and player, hits a shot and it goes way over the bar, yeah. the wolf whistles. 
Yeah, I wish I could do that. I can't, I can't do, do that. I can't I'm look. not going to try and do one now, but the wolf whistles. Give us your best whistle now. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's Sounds not shit. Even... I haven't got, me, I haven't got re, um, real teeth. Is that to do with your heart? <laughs> yeah, because whistles do come from one of your <laughs> ventricles, well, don't they? possibly. Hey, tell you this. It's what? the wife's questions time, if you're interested. Well, I'm always interested in your wife's um, uh, questions. Let's keep them quick. Uh, happy, Why? New, happy New Year, Andrew, <laughs> Same she you, says. Mrs. Bob. Um, Andrew, what New Year's resolutions did you make? Um, was it try and make your nippers give up the fags? Was it get a new pram for your Alsatian? Tell us, what was your New Year's resolution? Um, New Year's resolution will be to try and be... be better on athletic or mince and to not just repeat lazy tropes that have that have existed in lots of previous episodes such as the Alsatian and the Pram and all, yeah. all that sort of thing. Okay. That's really so that was a little dig at me really, yeah, wasn't it? Was. Well no, your wife, because she you, writes the questions, not you. Of you course. don't make this stuff up, do you? Andrew, second question. Yes, do they wife. have a bus service in oh, Sunderland or is there nowhere anyone wants to go? There is a bus service, yes. <laughs> Um, it goes around and round the perimeter of the city. Yeah. And you can get off, hop on, hop hop, 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 hop on, hop off. Yeah. Anytime you like, depending on whether you want to go up to the skips or the quarry or um, where, the, where the trees are. Yeah, and people just go round and round keeping warm, I suppose, don't yeah. they? Yeah. They've burnt all the floorboards for so the fire. There's clockwise or there's anti clockwise, <laughs> blue or red bus. Andrew. Pick. Oh, there's another one. All right. Andrew. Deep down in your heart, do you wish Sports Direct sold food as well? <laughs> um, you don't. Not really that yes, you do. Not really that fussed because in Sports Direct in Sunderland is right next door to a Dixon's Pork Shop. Dixon's Pork? Yeah, where they sell Savoy dips. And you are within ooh, a, a 35 second stroll to a Greg's as well. Yeah, but what so, I'm, I think the point of my wife's question is, is can you imagine the food that they would sell? Can mm, you imagine the paucity probably of, dips. of the meat um, yeah. length within the sausage roll? Yeah. It'd be pencil, wouldn't it? It would be. You would love it. Well, you would love it. I tell you, you would love it. <laughs> Hey, um, are you, have you noticed that I'm looking a little bit slimmer than, than pre-Christmas? A tiny, tiny bit. Lost a couple of ounces, though, haven't I? Yeah, maybe you're two ounces. Yeah, yeah. Well, definitely. I'll give you that. I've yeah. been going to the gym. Yeah. I've joined the gym. And I've been going to the gym, and I've done, um, I've done a little song oh, about um, keeping fit, which hopefully will inspire some of our listeners to um, to get down the gym and, and maybe lose a gram no, of well, three. if it does, it's worth it. Do you want to hear the song? No. Well, you're going to. I'm going to write a song about keeping fit, keeping fit, keeping fit. I'm going to write a song about pumping iron, pumping iron, pumping iron. Reps, rips, curls and flips, sit-ups, press-ups, all that shit. Push it to the limit on the rowing machine Sweating my tits off, if you know what I mean I'm gonna write a song about keeping fit Keeping fit, keeping fit I'm gonna write a song about pumping iron Pumping iron, pumping iron Stretching, lunging, forward roll Shifting 50 ounces is my ultimate goal Hanging with the heroes on the monkey bars Jamming loads of steroids up me big fat arse that 
was my song about keeping fit. Uh, what do you think about it, cobbers? <coughs> There you go. Was that your that? tribute to Mark E. Smith, is it? You know what? I'd actually done that before before he, his death was announced. So perhaps he did die yesterday morning. Perhaps some of his spirit was passed into my body yeah. and mind when I did that song. Um, the song was all right, Andrew. How about the message, the underlying well, message? Well, at least I can hear what you're saying. Well, no, yeah, getting yourself down to the gym's a good message, yeah. yeah. And if it reaches any coppers... And fitter copper is a, is a better copper, isn't it? Better for all of us, isn't it? Yeah. So how many marks out of ten would you give that, Bob? Um, I'd give it seven. Is that all right? <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Now, listen, Peter Beasley, because yeah. he's been in all this bother, he sent me a message. Right. Um, I suppose, to be honest with you, it's a bit of an explanation right. as to what's been going okay, on. Okay, that's, that's good. It's good that he's got this platform. So to I feel obliged to, uh, to read it out, really. Fair enough, go Here for it. But were you going to read it out, or is it a recording that he sent? Oh, it's a recording <laughs> that he's, he sent me. Yeah. Um, well, the, um, and you might know, Pete, uh, um, you have been in trouble this week over bullying like, the young footballers at Newcastle. So it's... Uh, um, so I was telling you, this is a bit I was meant to say. Well, you might know Peter's been in trouble this week over bullying young footballers. So I was surprised yeah. when I got one of, a message for him. So I'll play it for you, shall I? Shall I? Yeah. Right, Leo. You know, I, I got into a bit of trouble at work, like, you know, and uh, I started shouting at one of the, foreign, one of the young lads, calling him a dirty foreign, but it was a really bad day for me, and the lad had been. Give me like a load of, load of lip like them that week, so uh, I suppose I should ex explain really. You know, it's not anyway. That day before, I couldn't sleep. You know, I got a banging in the loft from the Albanian fella next door. Like, hey, take a constant tap, tap, tap. <laughs> like. <laughs> bit like a. I mean, like a tool used in carpet laying, you know, but who lays carpet in, in the loft in the middle of the night, you know? She's 
certainly not a UK thing. <laughs> I don't know, I'm wondering um, uh, he's got someone as, uh, like, hostage, you know, like an hostage in his roof fight, so, you know, I, I noticed that the usual bloke in the NEP garage hadn't been there for a few weeks, like, so, not to worry, not he would always set aside an egg sandwich for the wife, and, you know, in case he needed a, a late night egg hit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, um, like I got up about five, because of the tap, 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 and, you know, and they put me slippers and dressing gown and went downstairs, and, you know, I put a bowl of oats so simple, Golden syrup layer in the microwave, you know, it takes two minutes. Wish it were a, a longer, really, because I enjoy watching the ball, you know, go round and round and round and round and round. <laughs> anyway, like, when the ping noise happened, you know, I reached in and get the ball out, but it was red hot, like, and I dropped a whole lot on the floor, like, like. There was oh, so simple, like, anywhere, you know, all over the laminate, up the front of the cabinet, and the ball had broke. Now, I'm cleaning up the mess, like, you know, me bucket, not that. When I hear the wife come downstairs and, like, I shit myself, because I've broken a favourite ball. It's the uh, white one that, like, my son got a years ago, you know, saying, best mum in town. He never uh, got, he never uh, got me a best dad one, you know. He, he said they didn't sell them, but I think that they must have just sold out because I've seen the dad ones all over the town, you know. Well, I picked up the pieces of blood. I've just got to stop this recording there, Andy. Um, just press pause there, have press you? Press pause, yeah. Uh -huh. um, it's pretty long, this. Are you willing to tolerate it? <laughs> Absolutely. Sorry, it's pretty long, this. Yeah. You, all right. Keep, keep, press play. Okay. Well, I quickly like, picked up the pieces of the wall and wrapped them in newspapers from last night's pre-switching chips and popped them in the ring, like, anyway, she had a right mardy look on her face. <laughs> <laughs> what was that fucking noise I uh, just up the microwave ping? Sounded like something smashing. Why have you got me mop out without permission? <laughs> well, like, I think, I think on my feet and I told her I'd drop me cup of tea and explain that I'm really sorry, you know. Sorry for using the mop without permission. Sorry for the mess. And sorry for breaking the ball. She looked at me like, you know, I was an advert. Then walked back upstairs. and did her a couple of boiled legs and left them outside the door. Seeing that and love, I shouted from outside the door. But she never replied. Dog dead. Well, as soon as I got to work at the training ground, I said to this young foreign lad, nipping her off to town and get my replacement breast mum in tune, girl. 
I showed him which one it was using Google Images. So I said he could treat himself to a chicken wrap, you know. So go on, like. I know a chicken wrap, man, you know, especially if the lettuce is nice and crunchy. Crunchy, crunchy. Anyway, like, he came back about now later, but sure enough, he got the ball, but it was the wrong size, you know. He got soap ball rather than the cereal size, so. Well, knowing that the wife would like lamp, lamp me, totally lamp me without hesitation, which she has been doing a lot since, since she rejected Lord Baby Jesus, I lost my rag and I gave this flower lad a slap. Knowing now he's gone to the authorities and I'm writing deep shit. You know. So think, if only I hadn't been walking up by the banging in the loft, everything would be a lot different, you know. If you knew my wife, you might understand, but you don't, so I guess I'm on my own here. Jesus said, you know, don't judge him until you've walked in his shoes, when you, you know. Bloody hell, don't tell me why I mentioned Jesus. You hates fucking hates that bloke the fuck. Anyway, no, my wife wants a mushroom omelette, so I'd, uh, I'd better be on my way anyway. Oh, Peter. So there's... Poor Peter. Yeah, so he'd had a really bad day. I don't know whether that's mitigation for him, you know. Well, I, I can't condone that kind of thing. It's difficult, isn't I it? I mean, if he worked at a call centre and he'd gone in and just lamped him yeah. on day one, that would have been all right, but, but you know... Yeah, I mean... Not when there's a racial element out as well, you, you can't be doing that. I mean, it's truth what he says, like, you know, don't judge someone until you've walked in their shoes, but I suppose... So that's kind of something Jesus would have said, isn't it? Yeah, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, we You know, will. we don't know what's been going on, do we, so... We will. We'll see we what will. happens. Remember buying individual cigarettes in paper bags, eh? In a paper sweet bag. You could buy them when you were only 14, as long as one of your party had a brass hand. Have you ever noticed, right? Have you ever noticed that your radiators often make a glugging or rattling sound at this time of year? I've noticed it and hope you've enjoyed being reminded of this simple fact. <laughs> and did you know that Pearsons do a range of attachments for your brass hand, including a key to bleed your radiators? <laughs> Good afternoon, my name's John Rittlewood. Let's play another game of fake or legit. Oh, hey, it's dumb. More contested today. Mr. Bob Morworth from the World of Entertainment and the Internet. Good afternoon, how do you doing? Thank you, Bob Mortimer. Hello, Dom, lovely to see you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you're playing today for your chosen charity, which is Cats with Ambitions. That's right, yeah. We all like that, don't we? We all like Hopefully that. Hopefully we can raise some money for the Cats with the Ambitions today. What I'm going to do with you, Bob Mortimer, I'm going to present you with three items, and I want you to have a look at them and tell me if you think they're fake. Oh, if they legit. Yeah. Here we go. I am number one. It's a Tiffany necklace. Here you go. Touch it. Feel it. Smell it. Tell me if you think it's fake. Oh, legit. Oh, I, just, I, I think this is fake, but... I, uh, what do you think is yeah, fake? It doesn't feel heavy. I don't, it doesn't feel right. Is that all you've got? 
Yeah, don't just feel don't, right. Don't feel classy. Just you a know. gut feeling. Is gut it more feeling. warmer? Yeah, I reckon. Right, well, you're actually right. Yes. It is fake. If you open it up and look inside, there's a little drawing of Tiffany, the 1980s pop star. Ah, uh, so there, there is. There you go. Yeah, I got it for a pound. For a pound land. Okay, item number two, Bob Warmer. It's a super dry sweatshirt from the super dry house of fashion. You can put it on if you want, but I prefer you not to. Have a look, see what you think. Is it fake? What is it? Um, I think this is fake. I think it should have a different label on it. What's wrong with a label? I don't. It's I know the super dry. No, I know the super dry label. It doesn't look right. I think it's the wrong colour or something. Reckon? Yeah. Does it look super? Yeah, it looks like it's nice. Is it dry? It is dry. Yeah. Fucking legit, then, Bob. You super and dry. That's what it says on the label. So it's legit? Legit. You yeah. got that one wrong, so that's one out of two. Okay. Final one. Here we go. It's a gold-plated cigarette case. The kind that James Bond or David Williams might carry around with them. High-class fellas. Mm-hmm. Have a look. See what you think. Is it fake or is it legit? Okay. I'm like, what, what are you saying it is? A cigarette case. What do you keep cigarettes in? Oh, I can't even open it. I don't know. What are you asking me if it's... It fake, is, it? is it fake or is it legit? That's what the fucking game's called. <laughs> yeah, I think it's probably legit. You reckon? Yeah, I reckon. Well, I'll open it for you. There you go. The only thing inside it is a dried-out tapeworm. So it's not legit. It's fake. You've lost. Well, you could have put a cigarette in it. Well, it ain't got any cigarettes in it, is it? It's oh, got a tapeworm in it. Dumb, man. You've lost. And those cats with ambitions won't sleep easy tonight. I'd like Bob Mortimer. Try again next time. Thank you. Good night. Thanks for having us, Dom. Yeah. You went to see. You went to see three billboards, didn't you? And enjoyed that. I, I, yeah, I did enjoy that. Uh, it wasn't as good as the other thing that I was going to talk about that I saw. Um, are, are you familiar with the, the motorbike trials rider Dougie Lampkin? No. He's, he's the best. Yeah. And he did. Is he uh, modern? Yeah. And he he did. There was a documentary about him. He did a a, a wheelie. Around the Isle of Man. Oh, right. Uh, oh, uh, no, really? <laughs> the Isle of Man TT course. He did the 30, whole lot. 37 mile wheelie. And you watched it? Uh, I watched him do it. It was on It was on Sky Sports. It's not on on demand, unfortunately, but there's footage of it on YouTube. Yeah. 37 mile, two hour wheelie. Fucking hell. That's the dream, isn't it? Yeah. So that I... was better than three billboards. <laughs> so if three billboards wins an Oscar and yeah. Dougie Lampkin's. Fucking two-hour wheelie doesn't. Yeah, I'm gonna be pretty pissed off. I've watched a lot recently. I mean, Spiral's back, and I love Spiral. Right. I watched. Must say, like a cartoon worm or something. No, it's French cop thing. Best cop oh, thing right. there is. Um, I watched Snowtown movie, which is like about the bodies in a barrel, the Australian acid barrels case, which oh, is a fascinating nice. case. Is that for Bob's yeah, Crime Club? Yeah, Snowtown is, is shit though, but I do recommend you go on YouTube, there's loads of doc- documentaries. Um, do you say dochos? I do. Dochos? Yeah, I've got into that yeah. habit. I say I love I'm feeling to the a bit wife. scouse or what's a docho? Yes, it's... Oh, Peter <laughs> What's a docho? <laughs> and um, I, I've been watching a lot of uh, Bodies in the Barrel. Right. Um documentaries and too lot much of, been watching too much one think? of them's really is too much I mean he's he, the, he was a bloke it's like sort of trailer trash to Australia and he um, he sort of like hung around with this this um, bloke who dressed as a lady and he believed this bloke who dressed as a lady would tell him yeah 
um, you know, in a gossipy way, who she thought were the paedophiles in the area. Right. And he'd slice them up and put them in barrels. Is this, is this factual? Yeah. 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 yeah, it's yeah. Australia's worst... Um, Right. Worst. So this is bodies in the barrel. Is that is that a theme? Are it's all... just known as the body. If you want to check check out that story, it's just you look under. Oh, it's you know, not like bodies a in the barrel. A different case. story about bodies in barrels every week. No, because <laughs> I'm no, just thinking not. that's a very specific kind of genre. So I've been watching. I watched. I watched um, a movie called Wind River. Pfft, sounds shit. Right, it was alright, but uh, what fascinated me? I've written me... a movie. What's it called? Wind River. Oh, fuck off. Well, that's do you know a... what I mean? Well, you could miss out on quite a lot of movies by if that were, if you were the producer saying that. Could you? <laughs> well, think of a come movie. Come back when you've come up with a exciting. Oh, so anyway, the title. actress in it, the actress in it, has got one of those bodies. I'm oh, fascinated with mm-hmm. them where they've got really long legs, right, but a very short body. Right, you know the distance from yeah. neck to yeah. to whatever. Yeah. It's very short compared Now, it's interesting. You should look out for them. They're interesting people. There's another two. Because do you remember the Middlesbrough football, Janino? Yeah. He, one of the reasons he used to, he was so quick over the first, like, five metres or whatever, he, he, he had huge, he had really long legs, like Janino, a giraffe, but a tiny a little body. And um, another one... Like one of the anthill mob. Yeah, and another one is Rob Beckett. You know Rob Beckett, the comedian? Yeah. I'm not being nasty. He was, he was showing me what I did, a thing called Taskmaster with him. He has got luscious long legs, like a, like a, from a six foot seven bloke. Like a race But horse. a really short body. Right. So, and the actress in Wind uh, Rivers. He must struggle to buy onesies, does he? He said it. He said it is a problem. Onesie yeah. wears, yeah. So, I mean, I, maybe we'll have a look at some programs next week, Andy, because we've been. This is definitely developing into something. Something, right? <laughs> Hey, I'm gonna, I'd like to take you on um, an episode of Gangs of the EPL. So, anyway, a yeah. lot's been going on. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm always, obviously, only keen to keep an eye on gang problems yeah. um, <coughs> during a transfer window, you know, because right, yeah. it can stir things up a bit. And one of the most significant, um, of course, has been the transfer of the boss of the Peaky Gooners, yep. Theo Walcott, who's gone to Everton. Right. So I was lucky enough to have one of my spies at the ceremony where Theo handed over control of the Peakies. <laughs> um, so I can tell you how it went down. I'd love you to do that. Um, so um, Theo had issued what's called a gu- Gumada, is it? The Gumada? It's a mafia thing, um, and that's that's uh, a demand like for all the peakies um, to meet at Theo's mum and dad's garage, like, um, right. and it requires other local gang leaders to be notified, right, yeah. to bear witness to the proceedings. So yeah. you got Harry Kane invited from the White Arts, Andy Carroll, Andy Carroll from the Ham Lads. <laughs> And he's he's Nazard from the diving bells, you know the Chelsea <laughs> Chelsea mob, right? Whoa, the world just opened right up in front of us there. Um, so this is um, it's a bit like something on the Sopranos where the, the bosses from the five boroughs would come together. Yeah, that's exactly that's what so, it is. It's right, a North London. Gotcha. It's the local gangs. It's called uh, um, a Gumada, I believe. Right. right. Someone will probably correct me. So. <laughs> Theo had his full tweed suit on, obnailed boots, flat cap on, you know, yep. full peaky. Same as his deputy, Jack Wilshire. Yeah. Um, and his mum had done a nice spread, oh loops, ham sandwiches, hard boiled eggs, and some Doritos and dips, you know, for the foreign lads. 
first to arrive was Andy Carroll from the Amlads, yeah? <laughs> He's dressed in his white and purple one-piece motorcycle leathers because that's the Hamlads uh, uniform, the yeah? Hamlads. So right. Thea's mum says, hello, Andrew. He goes, hello, Mrs. Walcott. <laughs> what a lovely garage you have. And that spread looks delicious. Theo's mum says, can I get you a drink and a snack or something, Andrew? Oh, I, I'll have a cranberry juice and a hard boiled egg if that's all right, Lee. Oh, keep fit. <laughs> well, Mrs T leaves and it's all a bit awkward. So Andy says, so why the go down, Lee? You know, what's going on? <laughs> Wilshire says, Theo's going to Everton. I swear I'm not even lying. Finger reckons he's a wanger and needs to fuck off. We have to choose a new boss, sir, that's willing to work with. That you know, that you're willing to work with. I swear down, Andrew, this is actual truth. Andy says, Evan, we haven't even got a new stadium. We have, Spurs have. I mean, ours is really new. You must be a wanger if you want to go and play at an old stadium, like... So Theo says, look, just leave it out, Carol, will you? Jack says, yeah, leave it out, lady man, I swear down. Your stadium's only leasehold, actually, so think about that for a short period and then cut to you crying. <laughs> then Eden Hazard arrives in his full Chelsea kit, you know, uh. strolls into the garage and trips up over a bit of eggshell that Andy's, uh, yeah. Andy's dropped, you it know. Happens. So as it says, did you see that? Did you see that? Can you cannot trip me up, Mrs. Walcott? Mrs. Walcott, the big lass tripped me up. He needs telling off. I haven't thought of an, um, um, I haven't thought of a accent for Hazard yet. Okay. Um, so Mrs. T uh, comes back in. What's going on here? Did you trip him up, Andy? No, never. He's just been a funny. Jack says, I swear down, Mrs. T, nothing happened. He's just doing his funny act. Mrs. T says, well, there's a security camera in here so I can wind it back and have a look. <laughs> of course, Eden, Ed, Ed, Eden, is it? Yeah. He panics, you know. He says, like, he's Belgian, isn't he? Yeah. So that's just, like, so it's all right, Mrs. T. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's yeah, weird, that's side good. Jack. Isn't it? <laughs> but oh, Poirot, Poirot is. Um, oh, anyway, it's all right, Mrs. T. I think I may have made a funny move. You know, sorry to have bothered you, like. So she leaves just as Harry Kane's arriving. Yeah. From the White Arts, you know. Hello, everyone. Can I just say that this meeting has come at a terribly inconvenient time for me. I was meant to be going round Debbie's to watch American Pie. So forgive me if I'm in a fluffy buffery. So what's this all about? It better be Boots McCrucial. <laughs> so yours going to Everton, says Jack. So we have to choose a new boss. I swear down, I'm not even lying. Harry says, Everton. I can't, Harry's voice. I haven't done it for so long. But they haven't even got a new stadium. Their stadium is very old and unkempt. You might as well have gone to Palace or West Ham. They'll have anyone. Andy says, We've got a new stadium and it's massive as well as new. Yeah, but it's on a lease, isn't it? If things go tits up when you you could be facing a kick leave, and then where would you be being the right pickly tits with? Think about that for a short period, then cut to you sucking your thumb. Theo says, right, come on, let's just get to the point. I propose Jack, as the new boss of the Peaky Gooners, are there any objections? 
Harry says, it's fine by me as long as he doesn't smoke in any meetings. That would be a major worry. Smoking is a filthy habit and an insult to the good name of the EPL gangs. Just thinking about it gets me in a fluff, eh? Jack says, I swear down, I never even have smoked a single cigarette. I don't even know how to smoke. And he says, I would just say that, thinking about it, the Emirates is not really that new, you know, like, it's just, it's just to put that on record, like, and also that Sanchez went to Old Trafford and that's getting past its best bit, you know, anyway, but uh, whatever, yeah. So Theo says, right, so if we're all agreed, I would like to formally hand my very a heavy and expensive woolen peaky boss hat over to, well, just at that point, a clown car horn is heard. <laughs> and into the garage strolls Sandy Cazola. Hey, guys, it's Sandy. i got balloons, face paints, piñatas, fantasy masks, funny putty. Let's have a garage party. Oh, hi, Mrs. T. Are those Doritos for me? <laughs> Theo says, calm down, Santi. We were just voting on who should be the next peaky boss. Have you got any objections to Jack? Hey, I couldn't give a prick, guys. I'm off to Spain in June with Ozil. I'm just here to party. I love to party. You want some black mamba? <laughs> so the, the hat gets handed to Jack. Santi puts his reggae, reggae, sunsplash party sounds on uh-huh. and has a dance with Mrs. T. Mm. Right, Hazard has a dance with Theo, but he trips up over a, um, a mouse's little handbag that was on the deck and he has to leave, he hurts yeah. himself. Andy, as predicted, cut to, is in the corner crying and sucking his thumb. Yeah. And Harry, as he leaves, gives this warning to Jack. He says, well, Jack Wiltshire, now that Theo is gone, your numbers are diminished and the White Hearts have a numerical advantage. Also, you don't have Theo's dad Gabbage's headquarters anymore, so that must be very upsetting. Soon you will be feeling our ferocious heat. Jack lights up a cigarette and picks up Andy's cranberry juice. Harry says, I thought you said you didn't smoke, you little tricks to McFibs. Jack says, Oh, Jack, fuck off, Harry! <laughs> Jack throws the lukewarm juice at Harry and the bulk of it hits his chin. Oof. Yeah. He said, not my chin, my precious chin. <laughs> Do you not realise that cranberry juice, especially at room temperature, leaves a terrible stain? My chin looks like a beacon now. What if there's a sniper in town? Jack picks up another glass and Harry just legs it. So Jack says, um, look at him, look at him run away. Typical white arts. Sandy gives him a blast on his spice pipe and they party till well after 9pm. Whoa. Whoa. Did you think that film was a bit like Deja Vu with Denzel Washington? Yeah, whatever. Because it, it, it actually yeah. really is. Yeah, is it? It I'll really take your word is. For it. it really is. Wind River, did you say? Yeah, Wind River. Fucking hell. So, Andy, that's about all I've got to offer just yeah, for today. I'm, I'm happy with that. That's enough for me. I've, I've, I've had a really nice time, actually. OK. Well, I don't not... always enjoy it, but I've enjoyed it today. Oh, I'm glad about that. Do you think I'll be in trouble about um, any of this? Uh, one or two bits, but it's fine. So I'll it's ta- only the internet. I'll take them slings and arrows. Ooh. See ya. See you, Bob.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.